0: Look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More than money with the Popovich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. to listen to 770 CHQR and more than money. And we're gonna try something new today. We're gonna to be having a bit more of a local conversation. Normally, Dave and I talk about international, global and economic themes. Things are happening to people in retirement. We don't really get a lot of conversation about what's happening here in the city. So we're bringing in uh, George Jahal. He's Calgary Councillor for Ward five and George is taking some time out this Saturday to chat with us. So George, thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, thank you, Faisal, and good afternoon, everybody.
0: And so I wanted to kind of touch base and kind of get an idea of what's the feel of the city. You know, the people who generally listen to this, to- this show are your 50-plus crowd. They're transitioning to or living in retirement. So they're taking a global view for their money, but they're taking a local view for their lifestyle. So let's talk about what's happening in the city. Let me, let me throw one topic at you, get your opinion on it, and then we'll go from there. Let's talk about the Olympics. Are we going to have it? What's the thoughts about that?
1: That's an exciting topic and a big discussion in our city today. And I think, uh, Faisal, what we're going through as a city is really looking at the cost benefits of hosting an Olympics. You know, what does it mean for Calgarians if we were to host an Olympics? And what are the costs to Calgarians? Uh, but what does our city look like without an Olympics? We have, um, you know, really major infrastructure needs uh, within the city of Calgary to ensure that we are uh, a winter city that hosts a lot of uh, a world cup events and i think that's really important to consider as we go through this whole process but also to consider you know we pay a lot of uh, our taxes go to the provincial and federal levels of government this potentially could be an opportunity for a federal government to give some money back to the city of calgary to invest in uh, some of our infrastructure requirements and for the benefit of all calgarians
0: so is this more of a push towards the infrastructure that we need so we can get some federal money? Or do we actually, does the council kind of feel that we need something like the Olympics to kind of revitalize the city? Kind of like what we did back in 88 after the oil crash. I, and you know what? I
1: think it's a bit of everything. I think it's a great opportunity to market our city globally um, and to reinvent who we are as a city and and diversify into other opportunities we have. And the 88 Olympics left an amazing legacy for our city. But I think one thing we have to be clear of, Faisal, is we really have to look at the cost benefits and really present the details with full transparency to Calgarians so they know the actual costs as taxpayers in Calgary what we're going to face and also the benefits and let's make an informed decision and in, in June we'll have their opportunity to do so.
0: And so with, with this uh, opportunity in June, um, we've got we've got uh, a couple of things that the people need to understand. The cost, we normally think of the financial. What about the non-financial cost? What should people consider when we look at the cost on a non-financial basis? I think
1: the non-financial, the social benefits of hosting such a game, you know, the pride we have in our city and how we present ourselves to the world. I know for myself, um, the 88 Olympics gave me an opportunity to volunteer, to have civic pride and also mentorship and the legacy that it left. So I think the social benefits are incredibly important as well and something we need to consider.
0: Okay, and so that's something that we should all think about. Will there be more information about the costs and benefits? Where should we get that kind of information from?
1: So on the city website, you can get an information on the, on the previous bid ex, exploration committee's report. And we will be providing further information on the cost benefits moving forward in June. And if we clear that hurdle uh, onwards, and before we get to a plebiscite, all Calgarians... Need to ensure that they've seen the information and that the city were fully transparent with it.
0: Okay, so let's uh, let's take a look at the next topic. There's there's been conversation about um, transit passes and for transit passes for low income individuals and maybe seniors. And you've you've had some comments about that uh, as you've as you've walked your beat as a councilman. Uh, what's what's the uh, what's your take on it and what what are the ideas that we're putting up for?
1: It? Well, currently, we have a fair entry program with uh, low-income Calgarians um, of all ages can access, and that gives you uh, a discount on a pass. But I'm looking at opportunities for all seniors um, over the age of 70, and maybe we can be 65 after we look at the cost benefits, um, to see if, you know, if you're over the age of 70, do we really need to um, make you go through a fair entry line to get a, low, uh, a low-cost uh, seniors pass? And I think we should look at just having all seniors um, be able to ride public transit at no cost. So I'm doing, really doing my due diligence now and making sure that we get all the numbers and details around that. But I think it's an important cause. And, you know, our seniors have provided a lot um, in building this great city. And I think that's something we can do and give back. And I think, you know, rather than having somebody wait in line for an hour um, for a pass you know, let's give all seniors over the age of 70 an opportunity to ride public transit because it is public transit.
0: And so, how, how do you verify if if people over the age of 70 are utilizing the transit system? Do we have that kind of data that we can say this is going to be a a need, or is it is it are we just trying to uh, you know do something nice for the for the for the the people over the age of 70?
1: Well, I think, um, you know, there's a number of Calgarians who do use public transit. A um, number of our seniors are working, um, you know, after the age of 65 now more and more. Um, but after the age of 70, I'm sure you talk about on your program, you know, we move to a risk. And a lot of our seniors are on, um, you know, lower incomes and they're balancing budgets with increased costs and with CPP and old age security. So, you know, I think this is just a help to um, the seniors who do use public transit. Uh, it just helps them save a little more money on costs that they're incurring. But also, I think it is important to really look at the cost of administering the program and the revenues we generate. Um, you know, I think it's probably um, pretty close. So, you know, it reduces some red tape and also gives our seniors um, free public transit. So, I'm going to look into the details and do our due diligence. And and maybe in the next few months, when I come back and speak with you, I'll provide further details on that.
0: Fantastic. One one topic I want to bring up to you because I've I've done a lot of research around um, companies countries that are changing their pension plan system most people talk about what the national canadian pension plan or old age security but they forget that calgary is also a employer the city of calgary is an employer who has pension plans and i've seen many companies move from a defined benefit pension plan guaranteeing income for the individual the pensioner to a defined contribution which basically says we're setting a certain amount of money aside and then whatever happens in your investments happen in your investments um is the city going to look at that? Because there's a lot of liability or a lot of cost to the city that could save us on a whole bunch of money potentially. Um, is, is that something that the city's looking at?
1: Well, I don't think that's been, um, you know, a focus of the city's discussions. Um, there's a lot of issues uh, around that currently, um, but I think it's important we do consider it. I mean, you know, the pension liabilities uh, have impacted um, many corporations and brought down, um, I would say, the auto industry and Cities like the city of Detroit and uh, many other American cities, um, the city of Detroit, is in bankruptcy, and it's a long term um, liabilities that really um, cripple, uh, you know, many corporations and cities. So I think we do need to take a hard look at that moving forward and what that means for um, Calgarians and the impacts of it. So, I'm willing to have that discussion uh, in the future, and I uh, hope, hopefully, we can continue on. And you, know, you, being a financial whiz, can provide further insights on that, and maybe we can work together and see if we can find some more innovative solutions.
0: I like and how you brought of- up the city of Detroit, because the re- not because they've gone bankrupt or their issues of uh, fiscal si- situation, but the fact that Detroit is known for a singular type of industry, which was the automotive industry, we're known, generally speaking, throughout the world as a singular-based type of city, which is primarily oil and gas, and so with that type of risk, when you're putting in pension plans or guaranteed, guaranteed benefits to to city employees, that holds a guaranteed cost, but not a guaranteed or a diversified industries within the city, which causes a lot of economic uh, hardship potentially. So I'm glad that this is something that you're thinking about at least and, uh, and willing to look at. So I'm, I'm glad to see that. I'm not saying we should change anything. I'm just saying we need to look at it.
1: Well, we do need to look at all options moving forward. As you said, we, you know, our economy is based on uh, oil and uh, we're, you know, the world's changing and our economies are changing so we have to change with the times and look at all options all innovative options to see how we can make sure that calgarians um, for the long term um, that the processes we're using are sustainable and uh benefit for calgarians for generations
0: to come we've got about 20 seconds i heard that you're you're doing uh, something interesting in your ward with playgrounds and and making it intergenerational really quickly give us an idea of what's going on in your ward
1: Yeah, we're doing a lot of innovative work. We have a lot of multi-generational families and a lot of seniors that come out uh, spring, summer, enjoy our parks and playgrounds. We want to incorporate more inclusive playgrounds that um, are very inclusive to the needs of our children, but our seniors as well. And we're also working with researchers uh, with the University of Calgary Medicine through May Calgary to incorporate... uh, more health and research in health and exercise within our aging demographics. So I think these are really important initiatives that we're we're working on in Ward Five, and uh, I hope other parts of the city will do the same. And uh, I can bring you a further update down down the road on that as well.
0: That would be great. Thank you. Uh, This is Councilman George Chahal from Ward 5 on our show. We're going to get him back on a reoccurring basis. Give us updates of what's happening in the city and give us updates on on his thoughts of how we can handle the city in the future. George, thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Faisal, and uh, have a great day, everybody.
0: All right, so now, what about your future and your retirement? What about your future in regards to ensuring your lifestyle never retires? And how do you fit in your financial and non-financial situations? Combine it together to bulletproof that retirement. We're going to talk about that on Tuesday, May 29th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats. So give us a call at 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or go to our website. At more than money Now coming up after the break, are we spending too much or not enough in our retirement? We're going to talk about that. Some of the research that's come out of the United States and how we're going to make a parallel viewpoint to Canada. You're listening to 770 CHQR and more than money.